Hi everyone, it's Roger and Jeremy here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about what's coming up on Disney Plus in February. We're also going to be talking about the new Mandalorian trailer, plus we'll be sharing our thoughts on um, The Bad Batch and National Treasure Edge of History, plus much more. But a quick bit of housekeeping, if you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe here on YouTube. You can also follow us on, on social medias as well, like Twitter. And you can find an audio version of this podcast on like Spotify, Apple, etc. So if you're away from your computer or you're at the gym or whatever you can listen to us yabbering on over there all right so i've got jeremy with me here today so jeremy um has, has been a writer on the website um for a number of years he's also been helping us out on podcasts sometimes and um to do the, the our retro uh, like podcast reviews so he's going to be stepping in um like every well, pretty much like every every couple of weeks um over the next few months maybe a bit longer depending on um James's schedule, so he'll become. A, he's going to be like our regular co-host now. Um, so um, let's just jump into some of the big news. So we had a new trailer drop for the Mandalorian season three. What did you think of this one? Uh, it was the best part of that football game, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like football. It was just a bad game, but <laughs> but uh, no, I was really excited for this, and I, you know, I didn't watch the game specifically for this, but I. Uh, if I wasn't watching football, I would have just waited until the thing. But I was excited. Mandalorian, it's the pillar of Star Wars on Disney Plus. It's what launched with the with the service. And it, it's, you know, it kind of reminded us that live action Star Wars could be good again. And uh so in you know, season two had its ups and downs in growing pains, just like any other show. But I like kind of like the direction that uh, I see from this. So I'm very excited. And you know, uh, you know, I'm still kind of wondering why we have uh, why uh, you know, Baby Yoda Grogu is back with the Mandalorian. Uh, you know, I saw a book of Boba Fett, but uh, you know, I'm still yeah. kind of wondering why, other than you know, marketing at this point, because he doesn't really seem like he fit in, fits into the story. But I'm still kind of you know, I'm excited for for what we could see here. There's a lot of people kind of making fun of the fact of if you jump in and you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, you'd be like, how did he get back? Um, I'll be honest, the minute I saw it, it's going to play during an ESPN game, my I go the exact opposite of like, oh, great. Because that means for me it's going to drop at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. in the morning, at which point I am not staying up. I think it might be, a, I mean, if it was like the first trailer, it might be a little bit different, but this is obviously just a, a secondary trailer. Um, yeah, the minute I see it, it's like a, it's in the middle of a sports game. It's like, ah, okay. So I wake up in the morning and I'm there like this, you know, like no no glasses on, like with my phone, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not watching it with one eye squinting at my phone, like an inch from my face so I can see it. I, I, I did end up going downstairs and watching it on the TV. I watched it through a few times. Looks a lot of fun, lots more action, kind of, if you know, back back into like what we love about the Mandalorian. As you say, it is the pillar of Disney Plus. It's what launched it. It is the... Um, it is like it really is. It's kind of like it is kind of like Stranger Things for Netflix. It's that kind of thing of like that is the n number one show that you, you associate with Disney Plus. Can't wait for it. Um, you know, we are only about what five, six weeks away now from it dropping, and I suspect we'll see some more of it coming up. But the thing is with Mandalorian, we never really know what the story is going to be until the episode's out. Um, <laughs> they're not very. They don't tend to tell you. They don't tend to tease stuff. They don't tend to preview stuff. Um. We know we won't. It's not like Andor and stuff where we tend to see things in advance. You know, Mandalorian they tend to keep their things quite close to the chest. Yeah, uh, it's much more episodic than Andor and that things, but and that can be both good and bad. 
you know, but at the same time, they do are still building an overarching narrative through each of the seasons so far. And so this one looks a lot like uh, basically him becoming a hero of Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that they start filling in the gap a little bit between uh, Return of the Jedi and also the First Order. Maybe start, or sort of start building them up, maybe a little bit. Um, but yeah, that one's looking good. So that's dropping onto Disney Plus on the 1st of March. We'll then have new episodes dropping every Wednesday, pretty much then right through March into April. So that lines up quite nicely. It was also announced this week we're going to be getting um, Willow Behind the Magic, which is a new documentary special coming out next Wednesday on the 25th of January. Um, so if you enjoyed The Mandalorian, we'll get to see how, or not The Mandalorian, The Willow, how they made it. Um, I'm interested in this one a little bit more because they filmed a lot of it in Wales, which isn't too far from here. I love Wales. It's a beautiful country. Um, but also... I'm ho- I want to see how they did like the scenes in episode seven, where I think it was in the it must have been in the in the volume, where it just looks stunning. The colors and the the lighting of that of that lake just looked amazing. So I'm I'm gonna watch it. I don't know if there's a lot of interest. It kind of feels a bit like with Willow, where it, it hasn't gained that attraction. So it's it just noticeably with this one of people going, yeah, well I didn't like this. I didn't watch the series, so I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, you know it. You know, if you watched Willow, you'll probably enjoy it. I enjoyed most of Willow. It had some filler, but uh, in general, so I'm looking forward to this. But you know, obviously, you know, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff for like Marvel and Star Wars. You, even if you didn't watch the series, you might jump into them. You're probably not going to do that for Willow for a behind-the-scenes of Willow. No. Also, this past week, we got to we had um, the official reveal of everything coming to Disney Plus in the United States in February. We've also had the list for Canada, no Australian list. That's usually about a week later, and we also had the UK list. But I want to get into that. That's a whole separate topic that I want to rant about later on. Um, but with the US list, I'm just going to go through, and we're going to I'm going to pick out some of the highlights. Um, so we're just going to go through. And as we get to some of them, we're going to just talk a little bit about them. So on Wednesday, February the 1st, we'll be getting Black Pack for Wakanda Forever, which I know you haven't seen yet. So you must be looking, that must be a big highlight for you for the month. Yeah, looking at the entire list, that is the highlight for me. Uh, partially because of Marvel fan, partially I liked the first Black Panther. I'm not going to say it was my favorite of the origin stories, but I liked it. And I'm looking forward to see how they uh, they adjust to Ch- Chadwick Boseman's passing. Um I've, I've been able to avoid most spoilers uh, for that so far. Uh, obviously, I knew certain ones were involved, certain people were involved because just because it's like, oh, hey, we're announcing this down the road, you know, for Ironheart and Thunderbolts and all these things. So I'm like, oh, these people are involved. Uh, but beyond that, I, I've been able to avoid it so far. But so, yeah, that's the big thing I'm looking forward to uh, just because I haven't been able to get to theater so I can like I can finally see it. I'm looking forward to watching it again. I went to see it at the cinema. I'm going to watch it again when it drops. Um, looking forward to yeah. I it's it is definitely the you know that is the top level product that's coming. Um, definitely for sure. So that that's definitely a big one. We're also getting on the same day the um, the uh, Latin American series, the chorus success. Here I come. So uh, a big one really. Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. The first three seasons that'll also be coming to Canada. Um, they are they were leaving Netflix this month, and so that is a big draw to get that series. A lot of people are really um, excited about that that show. So that one's definitely going to be, I think, um, a popular one with, with a lot of people. Uh, we're also getting some. Th- there's going to be some stuff that um, National Geographic stuff, which I'm not even going to bother bringing up because there's a lot. There's a lot of it. 
Um, we're also getting new episodes of National Treasure. And we've got two episodes coming in uh, February. And The Bad Batch Season 2, there's going to be actually five episodes. Because on one day, we're getting double episode, which is like a double story. So they're kind of bulking up one day in February. So Bad Batch every week. Um, and we're going to talk a bit more about Bad Batch a little bit later in the show. Um, February the 3rd, some Nat Geo stuff and a new season of Life Below Zero. Right. Then on Wednesday, February the 8th. So we're getting Assembled, The Making of Wakanda Forever, which great. I like Assembled. Do you, you, do you tend to watch the Assembles as well, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like most of them. Um, some of them I've liked more than the series or movie that they've accompanied. So. Yeah. It was, I, I still think back if like, because directed by Nike technically wasn't assembled, but that was the case of where I actually enjoyed the making of more than the thing. But yeah, I, I, I must admit, I think you tend to do all the reviews for the assembled because um, I, it's a, it's, it's a, they're a tricky one to sometimes to kind of think about. But it's, it, ironically, that's not the only making of about Wakanda coming up this one. But also, we're getting a new Our House special that will be dropping. I think it drops this weekend on. The Disney Channel and YouTube, and it's going to take a couple of weeks to get onto Disney Plus. I don't know why that's, that's so silly. Yeah, um, the House is very popular, so uh, yes, it will, very uh, popular. It will do well. <laughs> yes, uh, we're also getting some new episodes of Hamster and Gretel, and also that's been renewed for a second season. So that's 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 good if you enjoy that show. Um, then, right, we're getting a bucket ton of sort of content from A and E History Channel, and so we're getting like. Um, Arranged, Celebrity House Hunting, Dance Mums, Forged in Fire, you're getting uh, Rescue, oh, was it? The Proof is Out There, and a load of Storage Wars. Now, a lot of people maybe aren't aware of this, but Disney actually owns like half of the A&E network. So there's a lot of content from there that they've not really been able to utilize. And it um, looks like now a lot of it they're going to be able to start to use. Uh, they did do a deal, I think, before like with Discovery to kind of license that some of it, but some of it seems to be coming back in. And... It's kind of like a weird situation because on one hand, you kind of look at it and go, right, makes total sense for them to use this content. You know, some of it's a bit old, some of it's like five to 10 years old. Start bulking out the general entertainment, putting it fits like maybe more with like the National Geographic crowd. There's also a little bit of reality stuff there. Um, so it's just more general entertainment. And that's good. That's very good. I don't have a problem with that one. There's a, there is a little bit of an issue that this might not necessarily arrive here in Europe because Disney had to sell its stake in the company um, in order to get through the 20th Century Studios uh, deal. But from your point of view, what did you think of all these like A and E stuff all dropping in and lifestyle? Yeah, they're fine. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, I have no issue with them being added. It just feels weird the month that it's outside of you know Black Panther and. Uh, uh, you know, the Bad Batch, this is basically what we're getting. Mm. You know, after, you know, December and January felt like National Geographic Plus, now it feels like, you know, A&E and Lifetime Plus. It, you know, especially getting Christmas movies in February. Yeah. That one is just like, shouldn't you have either put those on in this past December or waited until the next December to put those on the service? Um, yeah, I, I mean, there might be that they, they've only just expired. Maybe they were they had the another outlet had it for like Christmas and now. I mean, I don't have a problem with them putting on, but like you say, you would be like, well, my, why didn't you just hold it till October or November? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a really odd one because it's like I know a lot of like fans, go, I don't want to see any of this stuff. This where's the classic Disney? Where's all the stuff? So, you know, one happens without any correlation to the other, it's not necessarily you know what takes away from one doesn't take away from another. 
I'm glad they're putting this stuff on there and they are filling out Disney Plus in the United States. And a lot of these are dropping in Canada as well. Um, you know, it is filling out Disney Plus to have more content. This is like, to me, that situation of going, we want to put stuff on there, but we've got so much stuff tied up in contracts on Hulu, we can't use it properly. And this stuff isn't connected to Hulu, so we can move it over. There were some National Geographic shows going to Hulu. It's all like, I, I mean, at the minute in the US, it just feels like, what is just, you know, like, is this just a, a layover of some of the cheapness coming through from, like, the JPEG run that we are still seeing coming into effect? Um, it just feels, it felt a little bit like me, like, okay, we've just found a stash full of DVDs behind the sofa. <laughs> now we're going to put them on. Um, it, it, it's like, it kind of devalues the, it kind of devalues the list with a load of, like, generic, low-quality stuff when you don't have the big, the big bombs in them. And it's just so random. And also, you know, you're getting some National Geographic stuff in there, some ESPN. And it just feel like, well, you've got a, such an amazing collection of stuff from 20th century that we still can't use properly. And instead, we're getting this, like, weird stuff. Yeah, I got to agree on the, the There's got to be more contracts held up somewhere. There's probably some, you know, of the frugality of Bob Chapek. The other thing is, while Bob Iger is creative, he is still hamstrung by some of the problems that the company had. So even it, whether this is from JPEG or if it's just Iger going, hey, it's something cheap that we can fill out while we try to figure out something else down the road. Uh, you know, all of it needs a home. I'm fine with it being added. It looked, but like I said, it's just so weird that hmm. this is pretty much all there is for the month. Uh, yes. Yeah. And also, where does it out. Yeah. And also, where does it live? Like, like is that, this is a question, you know, we bring up a lot about like, the hubs. It doesn't belong under the Disney hub. It doesn't belong under that. I mean, you could put maybe, but it's not technically National Geographic. You know, this is where this line of like those hubs and why we need more collections and stuff. Because as, as Disney Plus ex expands in the UK, that would have just been ch all chucked under the star brand, which again is that constant thing I say about, how it becomes just a jumbled mess because there's no structure to find anything. It's very tricky. And who's and who's going on to Disney Plus looking for this kind of you know it's, it's just and like they're random seasons as well. That like um you got things like Dance Mum seasons one, two, and seven, Forged in Fire season four. Um, you know, and it's it's just like and Storage Wars season 14. Well, what happened to the first 13? <laughs> it's just like it's like random, it's like so random. Uh, I'm wondering if Storage Wars is the one that has somebody in, uh, involved that uh, got in trouble and they don't want to put him on in season 14 is where it picks up without him. Uh, it's just it's just an odd, odd selection. It's like I said, it's a very weird little situation with it. Um, I I don't have a problem with them doing it. It's, it's like you say, could they spread them out a little bit more? I'm like, here again, on February, on, uh, February the 10th, 42 to 1. The Christmas Consultant, Viva Nelly Dad. This one really kind of threw me off was House of Darkness. There's, there's a couple of movies and a couple of series. So it's a little bit like random of like what that might actually be. Liz and Dick. Um, you know, and again, like the real MVP, um, Once Upon a Main Street, Tommy, Tommy Breaks and Unbreak My Heart, and Turkey Hollow. I mean, just some real random bits and pieces. <laughs> just <laughs> The 42 to 1 actually makes yeah. sense to me. Uh, they have put ESPN yeah. documentaries on before. That one also, I believe, is a focus on uh, yeah. Jackie Robinson, who broke the color barrier in baseball yeah. in the middle of Black History Month. So that one, I at least understand yeah. it. 
I mean, it makes more sense than, hey, Storage Wars season 14. But <laughs> there, there's at least a a a, a tie-in to the month yeah. and uh, content they already own. But yeah, yeah, with the hubs thing, you're right. At this point, it's almost like they need to set up a hub with, you know, with each channel that they own and where the content, like, oh, this was on ABC, put it here. This was on ESPN, put it here. Yeah. This was on A and E, put it here. This was on Lifetime, put it here. Well, it's like I mean, like ESPN. There's more ESPN documentaries than there is anything of Pixar and Star Wars. You know, there is. You know, there's more tiles. You know, and it's like, I, again, this is just this constant thing of going. We know the change. You know, they are setting it up. You know, you're looking at this. Like, when I looked at this list, it's going. They are doing what they said they were going to do. It's just taking them a lot longer to get there than we maybe ever hoped them to. It was. It was just a very very odd one. Um, one cool one we are getting, we're getting the Doug's Day's Carl's Date, a new uh, Doug Day short. I don't know if this one's going to be the last one. Um, obviously, with the main actor passing away, that does change how to do it. I'm hope it's like it's not really a character. I hope they can kind of revoice, like just let this one kind of go. Um, but yeah, more Doug Days is good. Yes, more Doug Days is good. More Pixar in general is good. I agree with the Ed Asner's passing. Anything, you know, anything you have voiced, obviously still get it out, but don't recast uh, Carl. Uh, yeah, don't recast yeah. Carl at this. Leave it Leave it be uh, on that sense. You know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they do something where they focus on some other characters and Carl's there and has no yeah. speaking role. That would be fine. But, you know, let, let yeah. Ed Asner be Carl. I mean, it's like in the like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, you know, he plays the granddad in that as well. Like, you could probably you could get away with that because it's just like a smaller character. But Carl is just, you know, so that is the it's just so iconic. Uh, we're also getting new episodes of Marvel Studios Legends a week before, obviously, Ant Man Quantumania coming out. So, we're going to get an Ant Man, a Wasp, and a, a Janet um, episode. So, I'm actually working my way through the Ant Man stuff. I watched Ant Man one the other day. I'm probably going to watch Ant Man. Uh, uh, and the wasp tomorrow, and then they got like civil. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and get through them all before Quantumania because I feel like it'd be quite nice to see. I haven't watched them for a while. Yeah, like you know, like I said, they before they've been palate cleansers for the rest of things. Like, oh, we've got something heavy. Net, uh, we need something light. Here's Ant Man. Uh, and a best supporting character in the weeks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm you know, it's just. I'm looking forward to it, but you know, these legends things, they're just kind of like well done trailers. So, you know, I, I'm glad they're there, but this is easily something that, that they could push to YouTube. Yeah. It is a bit of an odd one. Uh, Wednesday, the 15th of uh, February, we'll be getting season Milan, better dog, better human. Oh, well, the other way around season three. That one's been a bit weird. That one's been going to like um, Hulu with new episodes. There's um, some sort of getting Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That'll be like a week after it airs on um, the Disney Channel. This one's kind of an odd one because it's kind of getting labeled as a Disney Plus original on some of the websites, but it's not. Um, it's like an odd one. Um, I'm not as keen. It's like this one definitely feels like in the kids' territory of Marvel animation. So I might give it a go and see what it's like, but I'm not holding up much hope for that one. You? Nah, yeah, same thing. It's a uh... I think it's more to draw in younger fans than it is to get yeah. older fans to watch their animated content. And I actually think it's good because, um, like, I mean, I know, like, with my nephews and stuff, they they've been loving, like, um, like 
the suit, the, the kid, the, the Spider-Man cartoons, you know, the, 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 that is a big part of Marvel and they need to have those kind of shows. Uh, we're also getting some new episodes of Super Kitties. Now, this one was a good one. I thought this one was Mars. Season one of Mars from National Geographic. Um, a kind of a good kind of weird drama series, but it's nice to see Nat Geo starting, you know, they're starting to, they, that, that's an area that they could really like start using. They can start getting some of those shows on there. But Mars is a, a nice, proper drama series to have on there. Uh, I haven't seen it, but now that actually makes me look forward to that one coming. So I'll check that yeah. one out. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, we're also getting um, Milo in the Multiverse, which is a Latin American series. That, I think that was originally supposed to come out next week, but that's been delayed. Um, also, there's, this time. <laughs> yeah, no, there's another one as well. Um, that's been, I think that one got pushed back as well, was um, uh, uh, the club one. On Friday, the 17th of February, some The Making of the Wish, um, a new, uh, that came out just before Christmas on that geo, a behind the scenes look at how they built the Disney Wish ship. So um, I'm personally really want to watch that one. Um, I've got a Disney Cruise book this year. I've uh, been on my cruise. I've not been on the Wish yet. Obviously, that's the new one. So I, I, and I, and I, we, we were watching a documentary last night on, um, the royal caribbean of how this we watch a lot of cruise documentaries so for me it's just like yep that, that, i i, I want to watch that one that's definitely on my list oh yeah it has some interest i've never been on a disney cruise but you know it you know i yeah. love seeing some of those behind the scenes stuff for things like that and I, it would be more interesting than just saying here's a day in the life of the cruise so you know uh, but at the same time are you really banking on a whole lot of people tuning in for you know the making of a ship? <laughs> yeah, I spent. I think it's probably that thing as well. It's it's a good advertising thing, and also because I mean, especially at this time of the year, I mean, our, like Channel Five is just full of travel documentaries, and like, me and my wife love traveling, so it's that kind of thing, and we tend to watch those kind of shows. So for me, that was like, if that, even if that was on another network, I'd watch it. That's the kind yeah. of thing of like I, I, I'm interested in that one. Yeah, uh, when, expecting a lot yeah. of fluff in it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think I'm hoping with that geo, it's a probably a little bit better. Um, we're also on Wednesday, February the 22nd. We are getting, um, oh, I forgot actually, on on the 17th of February, we're also now getting a new um, Korean pop documentary, J Hope, um, big uh, from BTS. That one got announced literally overnight. Um, before we recorded, so that's a, an, another new documentary coming. It's a, it's a bit of a weird thing with this like K-pop star stuff because one minute like they put it on Disney Plus in the US, and then the next one like earlier this week they brought out um, Super Junior. That one didn't get released in the US. You know, it's like the the, the release strategies are all over the place of what they're doing, um, and I just you know they just need to get this sorted a little bit. But it's nice it's nice to see that one getting a, a global release, but not that I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I'm probably not watching that. Movie. I love music <laughs> documentaries, but I know nothing about K-pop or PT or BTS. No. So. Um, we're also on February the 22nd. We're getting um, Ultima Airport Dubai, so it'll be interesting to watch that one. Uh, we've also got to catch a smuggler. The big one really is um, we're getting Voices Rising, the music of Wakanda Forever, a new series taking a look at how they made the music and going for it all. Um, Black Panther has an amazing score. The second one had a really good, some really good music. So I. I, and I like, you know, I speak, to, obviously, on the channel, we speak to a lot of composers, so I do pay a lot, and I listen to um, soundtracks while I'm editing and writing. So I'm kind of very much in this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, no, this is this is a show I, I'm interested in. 
Yeah, uh, I would definitely be interested in that. Uh, I love music. I love behind the scenes uh, on music and stuff and learning how they put something together. Uh, my favorite part of If These Walls Could Sing was when they got to John Williams there for, for Star Wars and Indiana Jones and stuff. Uh, you know, so, yeah. you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I dropped If These Walls Could Sing about an hour into it. I yeah. got to that point of just like, oh, I, it's like, yeah, I've just like, I've like, hold on, who's been on? I've completely just zoned out at this point. Um, I was, I as I refer to it as if these walls, you know, if or, yeah, it's like just staring at these walls was more, <laughs> just, yeah, I just did not think much of that one. And then finally, on February 24th, we're getting Tina, the new life of Valita and Blow Your Mind. Um, so that's the US lineup. So, like I said, so what? What jumped out? What are your like? If you're gonna pick a few of them out that you're gonna watch, what are your highlights? Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, and you got me interested in Mars now, uh, yeah. for that one. And you know, probably the uh, Black Panda Panther, the behind the scenes, both the assembled yeah. and the uh, music, and that might be it. You know, yeah. the making of the wish, that's about it. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't care much for most of the shows on. A and E or Lifetime History Channel has some interesting stuff. I might check out some of their stuff. Yeah, but most of it is just kind of like, okay, yeah. I'm glad it's there. There are people who watch it. Let them enjoy it. But it's still one where I'm just like, you couldn't put in some other tent pole here outside of the yeah. National yeah. Treasure and Bad Batch are not enough to carry it on its own. You, they kind of need like a short four episode show i think probably yeah. too uh, and, and that's and that is why they are heavily promoting mandalorian because that's the yes. way of keeping everyone locked in um for me yeah black panther i want to watch that one again um it's not as high because i've seen it uh the wish documentary is definitely very much on there um but yeah it's a little bit it's a very much a light month uh, but it, it's it's kind of weird because I always tend to figure like January and February is like we're all stuck at home because of the bad weather and all the rest of it. You know, they all heavily go in hard on like October, November. And, you know, this month it does feel a little bit light. Um, a couple of quick highlights um, from Canada. They're going to be getting Kindred on the 8th of February. Um, so that one's a, an FX series that recently got released on Hulu in the US. And hopefully it's coming to the UK as well. They're also getting Empire of Light, which um, recently got released. I suspect it will go to HBO Max in the US. So that will be the last of the new films to go to there. So that'll be like, oh no, we've got Avatar, The Way of Water. But um, that'll be one of the last ones to go through. I suspect for us in the UK, it'll be another month. And then in Australia, it'll be another two months because the movie doesn't even come out till next month in cinemas. You know, they're a bit of a, a messy release for some of these films. So those are a couple of the highlights. Now I want to talk about the UK. So we don't get an email in the same way. We don't get the same list that like um, other countries get, where you get a list of everything that's coming. They stopped doing it um, last year, and they just started highlighting some of the things that are coming. And on, on one hand, I can look at it and go, look, if, you, if there's a lot of problems and lots of mistakes, and you know, it's costing more money to make these lists because they're so big, because we get so much stuff. Okay, I, I get where you're coming from. Not every company or not every streaming company gives you a list. But the, when the list dropped this week, it was a little bit like um, there's three things on it. Just um, three things and a couple of things that we kind of knew about already. And it was a bit, and just a highlight of like movies that are already on there. And it was a bit like, oh, really? That, it was like, that's, that's, you're not, this is not a way of, I, 
how can I like you know it was almost like this is not a way of selling the network for the month. <laughs> Just, just like wow, a Korean drama series and Love Simon. <laughs> it was just like oh, okay, and we're not even got a date for Love Simon. So that was, and it was just like oh, well, that was a really like nothing burger. It was like well, there was no, there wasn't really a lot of point. Yeah, we're getting um, Flashman in Trouble, which is a series that came out last year in the US. And yeah, I'm just like, well, I don't know, what, I don't know what's coming in. I don't really know what's coming. <laughs> just, just like, okay, yeah, it's it's just a surprise every. I mean, we have that every week anyway, like here in the UK. I don't know what was on today until I looked today. That's literally how it is every day on Disney Plus here in the UK because we just do not know. But yeah, that list for for February from the UK. I will be honest, it was it was like, yeah, no point getting excited over this, people. <laughs> There's nothing on it. It was bad. Yeah. Uh... I, I don't know how much of this is just still negative effects from the pandemic and then doing that or, you know, again, JPEX cost cutting or anything along those. But when the U.S. list is better, that's a bad sign. Well, the, the trouble is the U.S. list might not necessarily be better. By the end of the, by the, end of the month, when you actually compare the list, like if I was to write everything down, the U.K. list would probably be better. But we just don't know about it. And they just, I don't, I don't know if there's, there's some other things going on, but well, when what they're willing to tell us about is better, <laughs> yeah. So it was a little bit along the lines of, right, okay, well, that, there we go. So that was, that was, that was all that was. Um, so it was a little bit disappointing with that one. Um, also, this past week, we did get, um, some, uh, some notes just from Canada. So this might give us an indication of what's coming up, um, internationally. And a lot of these are going to be going to Hulu in the US. History of the World Part 2, which is uh, premiering on Monday, March the 6th. There will be two episodes dropping a day for four days. Um, History of the World, never seen it. Um, uh, the trailer didn't really do much for me. Um, you've, you've, have, you, have you seen the original? Yes, I've seen the movie. It was actually a really funny movie, but you know, I don't know why they would need to do a series 40 years yeah. later. No, so that one, I, I'll, I'm going to give that one a go, but I'm not entirely too sure. Getting Unprisoned on February, March the 10th, which is a new um, drama series, half-hour comedy series about a messy uh, therapist um, who ends up getting her dad out of prison and he moves in with her. Once again, Up Here, which drops on Friday, March the 24th, which is a romantic comedy set in 1999 in New York. And it's just about the couple coming together and their issues. Tiny Beautiful Things drops on Friday, April the 17th. And this is all about... Um, a writer who becomes a, an advice columnist, even though her life is falling apart. And she is going to be played by Catherine Hine. And then we've got St. X dropping on April the 26th, um, which is a, a new psychological drama um, through multiple timelines and stuff. It was just, um, most of them are probably going to end up becoming out on in Disney Plus International. I think Tiny Little, Tiny Beautiful Things has already been confirmed for here for the UK. But this is kind of a, a follow-on from last weekend's uh, press association tour where they all got announced for Hulu. Now it's just been confirmed. Just nice to see um, Canada getting all these shows at the same time as Hulu. I think we need more of this, a little bit more clarity, a little bit more simplicity of just trying to get these out. Hopefully, internationally, it's the same. Um, sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. I mean, I know like we've got How I Met Your Father Season 2 dropping in some countries on Tuesday next week, including on Hulu in the US. But here in Europe, we're getting it at some point in the future. I don't know. <laughs> so it's a few. If it's if it's coming in a few days, there's not a lot, not been a lot of talk about it. 
Um, so I'm guessing we might get it in April because I think I saw it, uh, a social media post on the Malaysian Disney Plus. This is the thing of when I, because I follow all the different countries, you start seeing patterns evolving of like, going, oh, okay, that country's getting it, but that country's getting it later. You can, it's, but that's only because I'm really paying a lot of attention, but it's a little bit messy in terms of it. Um, right. Okay. Uh, a couple of other quick things before we jump into the reviews. Um, looks like uh, Tron Free that is moving ahead. It's starting to look like it's going to be starting to film in uh, August. Jay Leto, Jared Leto is going to be starring in it. Not Jay Leto, that's an entirely different person. <laughs> and, and so this one's been in development for like five years. They brought in a guy, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Um, his, um, and he's previously directed like Maleficent um, 2 and one of the la last Pirates of the Caribbean films. So the Tron movie called Tron Ares looks like it's it is all starting to fire up again and with the you know the new rides opening up in Walt Disney World in a couple of in April um do you like the Tron series uh not really I saw the original and it didn't really appeal to me uh based on the things when I was a kid and then I did watch the uh the sequel uh when it came out and it was much better looking but mm, plot wise was not exactly great so it's kind of there. I'm just sitting there like, eh, I'm not excited for another Tron movie when neither one of the first two really grabbed my attention. But, you know, obviously you, they feel confident enough based on their performance that they, you know, put some rides, uh, you know, or some attractions, and now they're going to do some more movies. Uh, and then it, I'll probably check it out when it hits Disney Plus. Uh, but I just hope they have Jared Leto say it's Morbin time. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit like I, I like I've liked it. Um, I mean, the, the I did the Tron ride while I was in Shanghai a few years ago, so the, I know the attractions really good. I love the music, the Afrin, but yeah, the movies are just don't quite hit the same with me. And I and I enjoyed the first one when it came out back in the eighties. Right, so that is um today's news. So now we're going to jump into um some reviews from this past week. So a quick shout out first off to our Patreon and YouTube channel members. So big hello and thank you to Sarah. Thank you for your continued support at the platinum level. Also big thank you to um Andrew. We got Elliot, Jacob, Caleb, Red Mars Man, Aero, Cody, Daniel, Darren, the Juice, Lauren, Paul, and Babak. We've also got Jonathan, DJ, Frost Top, Daredevil, Daredevil's um jumping in here now. We've also got um. Uh, ben, we've got Tim, we've got uh, David, we've got Mamoud, we've got Raphael, we've got uh, Adam, Dana, okay, we've got Ricky, we've also got um, My Visa Still Works, Bina, Joshua, Martin, and Sarah. So a big thank you to all of your support for for that. Um, it really might, helps a lot. There will be a Q&A on Sunday this week, um, but it will be a pre-recorded one. We'll be back live next week um, as per usual to keep an eye out for um, the post during the week. Right, so let's now talk about uh, this week's new releases. So let's start off with National Treasure Edge of History. How are you finding this series so far? Uh, very CW. It's, yes. Uh, it's fine. It's all executed fine it's just not grabbing my attention the the gang of people I, th I think i wrote in my last review is just either unlikable or unmemorable so it's hard that like honestly i'm kind of rooting for the bad guy in this series because it's the only one who stands out <laughs> Catherine Zeta jones is actually doing well in the playing the role of billy but 
Which and she's and she's height and I mean I would say like camping it up. I mean it's just yeah. so um like, half <laughs> just, Yeah, um, I, I think she's doing that to because <laughs> while filming she realized, yeah, they're not gonna connect with these people. I have to do something to make you hate me. <laughs> to me, the, one of the problems is with this with this one is the 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 kind of the long-term boyfriend just gives me the creeps. He's just like he if he isn't being paid for by um, Billy, I'd be surprised because he just comes across a bit slimy all the time. And but it's like, well, you could have put him and the shoe guy together as one character, uh-huh. and that would have worked a little. I don't. It's like again, it's the same thing that happened with just too many characters, just too many characters um, in, and I don't think they needed them. I mean, it's like the, the hacker friend is just like, it's so, gen- oh, I can hack into the, it's like, oh yeah, you can just hack into everything. You can hack into, you know, the FBI. It's like, come on. It's yeah. just cheesy, lazy, like, like you're not really much of a, t- you know, it's like, okay, so just a r- random girl, girl can um can do it. And yeah, it is just a, a, just a very, very just generic show. And like, even like just all of it, it's just you can see all the crop plot crosses so far in advance. Oh yeah, and then one was like, "Oh, Billy is actually on the same side," and then you know, no, like he, he it shows Jess's intelligence, but like the audience could tell, so it doesn't really show Jess's intelligence. It was pretty kind of obvious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he, and then the, the twist in this most recent episode. Uh, you know, that Salazar is, you know, not actually Salazar is, you know, something that also you kind of could see coming from a mile away. <laughs> I mean, of course, now he's going to be the guy running around in the in the car chasing them the entire time. You know, yeah. just, just that's just set up because they look the same. But yeah, it was. And now it's like, oh, we're now going to get um, we're going to get my dad out of prison. Like. Come on, you, you it's like you, you're gonna go into a, a high, you're gonna plan to get him out in one episode, uh-huh. and it's just like you've not done that. It's like that's you know, we've seen money heights, it takes a while to do these kind of things, uh-huh. you know. And it's just she's like, right, okay, we'll just get you know, I'm gonna, it's just it, it just seems very lazy in terms of just like, oh, just tell them we're just gonna do something really, really um, massive, but do it really quickly, and it doesn't really matter. And yeah. it's just it's such a shame because it's like I love those first two films and this is just like this could be just called Edge of History with no connection to National Treasure at all. And it would be fine as a like you said, as a CW show. The you know I don't it's like the same thing as well. Like, how old are they? Mm-hmm. Are they sixteen going on eighteen or are they like thirty-two? I can't quite make my mind. Um I would from what I took from it, they have gone to college and they're trying to get jobs out of college. So that put them roughly yeah. between 22 and 24, which at least they look that. So yeah. I'll give them that. Um, and, you know, it's not the same as most American shows. It's like, oh, yeah. 16. And I'm like, I'm going to cheat you. Every once in a while, you'll find someone who is young, who has a young enough appearance. Like Bianca Lawson was playing teenagers from. From like 1993 till 2013, and she still actually looked like a teenager, yeah. despite the fact she was almost 40 in 2013. Yeah. But, but yeah. she's an exception, not the rule. Most of the time, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like it's. Um, there was a girl that was in Grownish, and I think she's she's moved over now to um, How I Met Your Father. She's like in her mid 30s, 
like in in college and you go well aren't you guys supposed to be like 18 <laughs> and it was just like um again it's just sometimes you watch she's just going man there's a lot of pressure on younger girls and blokes to look look way older than they actually are um you know there's not a hint of acne in any way i don't know it's just again national treasure is just like, i keep watching it my wife has said now that i that she does not want to watch it with me anymore so i watch it like, i don't blame her <laughs> Um, it is a thing you're like now I did watch it on Wednesday and I will I'm gonna finish off the series it's not it's not unwatchable I would say that it's it's just very average there's nothing really I wouldn't say I'm sitting there oh I, I'm not enjoying this show but it's, it's just but if this was on Paramount plus I wouldn't watch it you know that's right. the kind of um it, but it, I'm not I'm not not liking it if that makes sense I'm not liking it but I'm not not liking it yeah <laughs> Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. If this were not on Disney Plus, where I'm reviewing it, I wouldn't watch it. Uh, I, I I would probably have checked out the first episode or two to see the National Treasure connection, but at the rate it's going, no, I wouldn't have stuck with it. No, I know James. He watched the first one, and that that he was out. We also had Bad Batch, aka Pod Racing from uh, from from Phantom Menace. We went back and did that this week. Um, I did rewatch the episode because I couldn't remember where, where, what I've seen and what I haven't seen. And this was the kind of, oh, and like people are being like, oh, it's a filler episode. It's a 16 episode kids show, kid people. That's what this whole series is. It's yeah. filler. There is not, it is not aimed at, it's not Andor. <laughs> this is, um, yeah. this is a children's show that kids, that adults can enjoy as well. And this is the kind of a, you know, Clone Wars and stuff used to have random show episodes all the time. It was fine for what it was. It was, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was, a, it was fun. It was stupid. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, my problem with the Bad Batch is kind of been on my same problem with Boba Fett in the sense of that the show is better when they're not there. Um, <laughs> like my favorite episode of the entire series is episode three of this season that solely focused on Crosshair. He's yeah. interesting. The rest of them right now are stymied by Omega's presence. Yeah. Like they can't do anything because they have to make sure this kid doesn't die. Yeah. It, and we've already got that with the Mandalorian. And in, at the very least, it made sense in their storytelling. And the Bad Batch, it just seems kind of like, eh, we're trying to draw on kids, which is yeah. great because it is aimed at kids. But it just does not make the show compelling for an adult to watch without kids. Yeah, I mean, it's that whole thing as well. Like, because at first, I question them like releasing it alongside like the Mandalorian and things. It's like it's fun. It's a fun show for Star Wars fans, um, and it's a little bits, little nods here and there. But the, the the Omega factor does bring down the tone of the show quite a lot. Um, it's kind of like a halfway house, um, kind of. But it's kind of weird thing. If like like my nephew, my I'm, I'm desperate to try and get my nephews into Star Wars. It's like where do I? It's like where do you start them? And like, you know, this is quite complex. I don't know. It's, it's just like, you know, would you start them on the bad patch? It's just like half of it will go right over their heads. But then yeah. like the episodes are aimed at younger ones that they don't need to know. It's, I don't know. It's just a very odd little show, but it, it's fun. It's, it's definitely a fun show. I started my son with rebels and that got him in. So <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's a good one. Um, yeah, because I was like, well, these like new hope and stuff. Because I've, you know, like here's a load of like Star Wars toys, and they're like, oh no, give them a load of Marvel toys. They're running around crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it is an odd one with Star Wars, the Bad Batch. Um, what else have you watched this past week on Disney Plus? Um, 
I think that's pretty much all I've watched this week is National Treasure and Bad Batch. <laughs> it's, it's it's been a busy week, so I haven't had yeah. a lot of time to watch TV. So that's kind of all I've really watched. That in the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, it's it's a bit of an odd one. Um, like it's again like which I just like looking here at like what's been on. Um, I'll be honest, we kind of had two nights watching. Uh, uh, the Last of Us that took us two nights to watch through because it's a bit of a longer episode because that was the big new one this week. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I've been watching Ant Man and also just kind of making my way through um, a couple of other bits and pieces. Um, as of like today, I have time recording because recording a day earlier today. So the new Adina Mazel special dropped on Disney Plus here in the UK later a month later. So I'm, I might give that one a go later today. But, so there we go. That is this week's episode of the What's On Disney Plus podcast. Next week, me and Jeremy are going to be kind of running through um, what we are looking forward to watching in 2023. And then I will be back next the week after, and James will be back, and we'll be going through all of the latest news. So on that note, guys, thank you very much. You can go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe, and I shall see you guys soon. Laters. Bye. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.